Hi friends, I'm Paige. And I'm Abby. And welcome to a Love Like This podcast. Hey everyone, we hope that you guys had an amazing week this week. We are so excited for today's episode because it's our birthday and it just has become like a very profound tradition here on a Love Like This where we post, just coincidentally, everybody's episode on their birthday. And today's our birthday. So with that in mind, we wanted to create this episode and make it really, really special. And this has been something that we've been wanting to do for a very, very long time. I feel like it's kind of like the backbone as to A, why we started this podcast and B, why we always talk about faith and why it's our lives. And so, um, yeah, we're really excited to share with you our testimony and our story. And yeah, we hope that you guys find encouragement and light. And yeah, let's get into it. So going to the genesis of Abby and Paige, we um, have an older brother and older sister, a mom and a dad. They've all been on our podcast before, but just in case for those of you who didn't know that, um, Abby and I are the youngest of four. I'm two minutes older than her. (laughs) And we grew up right next door to our grandparents, grandma and grandpa, who are very Spanish. Therefore, we've had a very Catholic upbringing. Yeah. We get into that. Yeah, so um, Abby and I grew up in a Catholic home. You know, like we, our family loved God. We loved Jesus. We knew about Him growing up, but we had no idea um, the access that we had to Him. We have no idea what we had access to. Um, So we went to a Catholic primary school growing up and a Catholic high school up until um, year nine. So throughout our childhood, Abby and I were pretty extroverted, I would say. We didn't really change in primary school that much if anything we were really ourselves in primary school you know there were a couple people here and there that didn't really vibe with us but that's okay that's primary school um but going into high school high school's a scary thing you know um but the high school we were at was close by to our primary school so a lot of the students shifted from that primary school to that high school so if the you know the transition wasn't that hard um but I just remember in year seven I, I was, I, th- I want to say I became way less extroverted. I, if anything, I became a huge introvert. I didn't really put myself out there that much. I didn't really talk to that many people. Um, and when I did, I kind of changed who I was because there was like this culture at this high school that we were at, um, that really, you know, I don't know. You, it was almost like, I feel like year seven was the time where like, the if you guys can imagine the old Instagram, like the old like kind of like vintagey Instagram, yeah, yeah. And Paige and I were like obsessed with like America and watching YouTubers making YouTube videos. Don't Google those, please. But like we were just so ourselves throughout primary school and then transitioning into high school. I feel like part of us always wanted to keep that. We wanted yeah. to keep being ourselves. Um, but due to the culture and the whole kind of our escape to our reality was definitely that kind of side of us, like that home life. And that faded away because of the culture at our high school. Year seven's a weird year though, because when you're, you know, like 12, 13, you're kind of like, Ooh, who are my friendships going to be? Who am I going to sit with? Like, what classes am I going to be in and all that? But I just remember being like, I, I remember designing my locker before I started high school, being so excited. I used to watch like Bethany Motor, for those of you guys who remember Bethany Motor, like... I literally would watch her and be like, I want to design my locker really cool for high school. Got to high school and I was like, oh, everyone else isn't, yeah. okay, I won't do that. Yeah, this is, yeah, it's crazy to think about. And I was just going to say, it's this is when social media started like really becoming a big thing. Um, 
and yeah, I remember particularly like this was only year seven. Like, there's so much more to the story. But anyway, this mm. is. I feel like these three years from seven to year nine were definitely three very like big kind of dramatic changes in um within Paige and I. So yeah, year seven was weird. It was almost. It felt like old school sort of like the vibe of you know what bullying this was felt 2014. like. This was tw- 2014. And Paige and I like. I now consider like bullying is even like one negative comment to somebody. And I think everyone can agree with us on that. But um, there would just be like the littlest moments. Like I remember one time in particular, for whatever reason, we wanted to be a part of the popular group. And no, this is classic movie moment. But I wanted, I don't know why I was so desperate for people's approval, especially the popular group at the time and so I distinctly remember one memory that really shaped who I am today I remember approaching this group of girls and for so long I just wanted to have lunch with them I just wanted to sit in their group because I was like when I sit in this group you know all the boys are gonna love me I'll get invited to all the parties I'll finally be popular kind of thing and I remember I'll get my name in their Instagram Instagram bio that was a thing is that still a thing I don't think so yeah, I, I don't know. Not. I really hope not. <laughs> Maybe we're just old now. Anyway, mm. but I approached this group of girls and I was with another friend and I said, hey guys, can I sit with you? They look at each other and they go, she can, but you can't, sorry. And then again, the next day, hey guys, can I sit with you? No. Can I sit with you? No, 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 no. And then finally in year eight, mm. this was the year, yes. oh, this was the year our twinship was like, I f- it sounds really bad. Don't get yeah, offended yeah. by me saying. No, I feel like fine. I don't even remember you in year eight. No, neither do because I. Because I was very. Because so we're going rule- from year seven to eight right now. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything else that we missed in year seven? I don't think so. It was just a lot of I wanted everybody's approval. Got caught up in drama. Kind of wanted to be involved with drama. A lot of girls. Mm. We were still babies. Do you know what's funny though, Abby? Is I think mm. about it now, and I remember the thought that I had in my brain as a thirteen-year-old, twelve-year-old. I just remember thinking, I was like. Why aren't they saying yes to me? Mm. I was so confused because mm. I'm like, I I like me. Why doesn't mm. everybody else like me? And mm. that's the thing with the world. Not everybody's going to like you. Mm. But it was so funny because I completely just was so blinded. I just wanted these group, this group of girls approval mm. that I would like, oh my goodness. I changed completely who I was. I just wanted mm. their approval. Once I got their pro- approval, I was good. Like mm. I was, you know, I was good. And I just remember thinking, I was like, the ringleader. Let's put put that out there. I was like, why does she? What what's so different about her mm. than me? Why why are you calling the rules? I know. Who said you're, you? And know? I feel like Year Seven's kind of like the first in best dress. So we remember we even like this is going to sound really really bad, but Paige and I we literally like put together a pic collage. <laughs> remember pic collage of who we wanted our ideal friendship group to be. Like this was like our god. Like we wanted a good friendship group and. That day when you did that thing, when you asked the girls, or there was another issue there, but we won't go into too much detail about that. I just remember the ringleader, like I saw her grab your school bag and like pull you back. Like I was like, okay, that's not okay. But of course, no consequences happened there. It was funny because we were just babies. No, like, no, we but knew- like the, f- the funny thing looking back now, seven years later, the reason why that happened, I can understand that was a consequence on my end because what I did wasn't necessary like I yeah, yeah. basically I kept asking and asking and I did whatever I could to get in that group and it cost me yeah cost me so then transitioning into your eight I think your eight's like you where it's like you've been in high school for a year kind of comfortable with your grade like you know everyone and how the social structures work or whatever and 
primarily at our high school, it was like you were either like into cars and soccer or you were into like the river. And Paige and I were neither. Like we had no interest in either one of those things. But that was just, it just so happened to be the prominent sort of. Um, yeah. And the thing with a lot of school systems these days, um, and, you know, like while we were in year seven and year eight, you know, and whatever, um, the school that we were at, it was primarily based on what group you were sitting with. Oh, yeah. You were sitting, that was your, that was a thing. Yeah. That was like a given. Anyway, so year eight. Oh, year eight. I, this was, I like to call the time when I was like just so sort of focused on today. Like not in like a positive, like I was being so present in the moment. Like I had no vision. You don't expect this for a year eight person, but literally like we made my mum spend like so much money just because I needed the next biggest brand. I needed that Stussy shirt. I needed that Barcelona soccer jersey, even though I'm not into soccer at all. I needed to copy my best friend at the time. I needed to have black hair. So I cut my hair off, my long we brown were natural hair. We were really br- like, well, brunette. I loved my natural hair. But no, I cut it and I dyed and it And this black. was, it was funny because this was when, you know, you ate, I was like, I finally got a yes to see with the popular group. Yeah, and and I, whole, I thought like, you know, in your head, you're like, these are my really good friends. But it's like, they're so toxic. It was so, so toxic. toxic. It was, we had an all brunette group too. So we were like, so cool, whatever. And then um, during this time, we, what we didn't realize is we had no sense of, sort of like reality in the, like, I don't remember my home life during that whole year. I don't remember, I don't remember stopping and looking at myself being like, I'm losing myself in this. It's funny though, because when you're at that age, that's not something that you do, but I don't know why Abby and I have just always been like that. And Mm. I think that's part of the reason why we didn't click with anybody at that school was because we were so so different. Yeah. And in that, in saying that, like, I just remember being in year eight, seeing in, you know, the entire year, just kind of, Going with the motions, mm-hmm. walking the party. But it was so funny. It was so funny because we were so dependent on other people to mm. just be with us because mm. we were so terrified it to was be like, alone. Even though we're twins and we have each other, I know we still so needed someone else. Yeah, and it's funny because I think even to this day, I put people who I think you know love me or are good friends to me and I put them on a pedestal and then they fail that they don't meet that expectation but actually this is different because they were putting me down and down and down and down mm. and down but we just kept at it anyway. we just kept at it yeah. um and yeah I just remember like copying everybody else running with the motions going to the party on Saturday like and I had heard right this is kind of branching into year nine I had heard like oh what's year nine like year nine's a make or break year and I was like, oh, whatever, like I could never, no one in my grade could ever get into drinking. No one could ever get into drugs and parties. Like I just don't see that happening. Mm. Anyway, so transitioning into year nine now. Oh, and by the way, during this entire time, our family, like my parents, as you would have heard in their episodes, like we didn't, we're really grateful and, you know, humble to say that in the way that we we're raised, we didn't like spending our money on boats or cars or Everything else that everybody around us was spending their money on, my parents really wanted to give us an education through travel. And it just so happened that, you know, because we have family in the States, like we fell in love with America. And so during these times, we would go um, to America every year and have a holiday with just our family. And so that was kind of like the grounding for figuring out who we are, like why we, you know what I mean, Paige? Like that was like where it was a sense of home for us with our family. And um, so in year eight, we went to America I, I honestly like it was a good trip, but again, I was, I was like on my phone no, the whole it time. Was so it's so it's so crazy, and I live with so much regret to this day because that trip mm-hmm. was wild. Like I, you know, I'm you know we're so grateful. 
I saw some of the most incredible places yeah. I've ever seen in my life before, mm-hmm. but I was so consumed. I was like, what's going on back yeah. home? So this trip, it was like, um, it was summer in America. It was like a big trip. Anyway, we got to see some really cool places. And I just remember like I was on my phone caring about what was happening back at school. Yeah. <laughs> like literally, this is just a side note. I, this is 15-year-old page. I remember I was on my phone and I look up. We were at Mount Rushmore in South Dakota and I remember being like, oh, cool, and taking a couple photos and then I'll look at the photos and be like, mom, don't you dare post those. Like, what do you think so-and-so and so-and-so are going to think? Like, what filter do I use to match theirs? Yeah. It's oh, actually, it's my, so it funny. Me, it makes me sick thinking I think about my it. biggest regret, and this is going to sound so, like, uh, hypocritical of me, but honestly, like, I used to use kind of Instagram as, like, my own personal, like, journal kind of yeah. thing. And my regret to this day is I literally sat down with the group of girls that we had in year seven and we all logged into my account. I had 1,000 photos on my Instagram while all. I was 12 and yeah. I deleted them all. And I'm so yeah. sad about it. Yeah. But anyway, um, transitioning into year nine. So I got, we got told that it was like the make or break year. Like, <laughs> be careful. You can either go one way or you can go the other. And I was like, oh, like, whatever, whatever. Year nine. Oh, and during this time, we every time we would have mass at school, every time I'd sit in a religion class, I'd be like, get me the heck out of here. Like this, I was so far from any of my interests. I had no sort of, you know what I, I had no yeah. So, desire. Yeah, I remember in year nine, I I just, I don't know. I kind of went in there with high expectations thinking that we would have the same group of friends. We would, nothing much mm. would change. Um, but what ended trying up like happening. I'm trying to put myself back there. Like I'm trying yeah, to close no, my eyes and put Yeah, you try back. and visualize it. Um, it was a long time ago. Um, but I remember like, I like to describe it as it was the worst year of my life, but also the best year of my life because of mm. what the outcome was. Mm. Um, so basically year nine was uh, really hard because Abby and I, you know, we had each other. I remember walking into the school gates, mm. feeling just not good, like not mm. good, not confident about who I was. I remember walking in this open area where everybody would go to their lockers and they're all like swearing and mm-hmm. having like their own little inside jokes, kind of belittling Abby and I. And how, how I like to explain it nine, it was almost like, sorry that I have my eyes because I'm literally just trying to put mm-hmm. myself there again. Um, It was like every single day, this is how my mum put it. It was like she was sending us into like a lion's den. Like we didn't know if we we're going to be eaten alive that day or if we would survive. Like it was yeah. so scared I was scared like I was honestly scared to go to school not because it was violence but just because we were targets for god we knows were, what reason and we, but we couldn't it was funny because we just couldn't understand why everybody else mm. seemed to be okay mm. everybody else seemed to fit in with the crowd Abby and I didn't have the coolest shoes we didn't have the coolest clothes mm. we didn't go to all the parties just no one mm. we weren't but liked, I, I want to like, put myself I want to like touch on some little things that happened to me because I don't know if people out there can relate to this but I remember like walking into homeroom Again, not knowing like what would happen that day. And it'd be like if I was too sort of like loud and confident and like uh, trying to be like hot again or whatever, like I, I would get like caught a try hard in science. Like this girl literally like swings on a chair and she looks back at me. She goes, honey, you try too hard. And it, that like caught me so bad because I'm like, dang it. I thought I was like, I thought I wasn't trying enough like to get your approval yeah. or whatever. And then if I was too quiet and if I just wanted to go to the library and do my own thing, sit alone at the back of the classroom, people would think I'm weird. Nobody would talk so, to me. Yeah. So what happened was the beginning of year nine, we had the same friendship group that kind of grew a little bit. And what happened was we went on a school camp, year nine camp. And that, it was funny because it's like all these events 
kind of accumulated every single day, all this stuff, and it just mm. blew up at this one camp. And I remember just being like, I, I can't do it. Like, I literally can't take this anymore. Some girls switched switched rooms, so they weren't supposed to be in our room, and I wasn't that keen on it. Um, but there was a good 15 of us in this one cabin. And I remember one night, you know, word gets around pretty quickly. We got word saying like, you know, your friends aren't talking very good about you. And so what I did, this was where my head was at. This was how desperate I was. I pulled my phone on video, hid it under a pillow, walked out, left it for about an hour. (laughs) I came back and I listened back to the recording and I was like, whoa. I was Mm -hmm. like, whoa, whoa, whoa. But me being who I was at that time, I was just like, you know what? It's fine. I'll just let it go. They're my friends. I'll just sit them down and be like, hey, guys, like, just stop this kind of talking. And I remember I tried to sit down with these two. No, because they weren't talking to us. They weren't talking to us. They were ignoring. It was a whole thing. It was a three-day camp. What was happening? No one was talking to us. Didn't know why. This, this, I was trying to get answers. And I remember sitting down and I was like, guys. And before I could say anything, this one girl intervened and blew up. I'm talking like blew up at me. And yeah. And the thing about this was like, this was early year nine. So like, this wasn't even like at the peak of it all, but this, this was sort of like the climax of all the bullying. Like I was like, oh my God, this is what it feels like. They are bullied. Like, I don't know, like we'd experienced it in the past, but this was like made like a major turning point for us. Um, and yeah, this, this girl was going off at page so badly. Like it was, I was scared for the first time in my life, but me being me, I'm always the, I'm not saying the more like tough twin, but I like had to yell at this girl and tell her to be quiet because like Paige couldn't breathe. She was crying her eyes out, like shoved in this corner at this top of this bunk bed. I think at bed. that point I was just like, I, I don't know why I'm like, I'm, I'm done. Like I, I can't do this anymore. And I, I was know. petrified at the same time. And I was just like scared to say it was like, anything. Well, like, it was like, there was like breakfast and everyone was sitting outside getting ready to go on the buses. And there was like 200 kids or something in our cohort. And I kid you not, because everybody had heard of what had happened like not just digitally heard like through phones but physically heard it because but the it was problem so was loud. that I recorded something yeah and that you was, record that, that was, was the, the big thing so because Paige did that one action everybody didn't like like again they didn't like us but this was they the hated moment us that, even more. they hated us and I remember walking out I just remember like so detail I remember walking out in the morning and seeing like everybody's face just look at us like dead set at us and I I remember looking like left and right being like where do I sit I what do I do? I literally, I, 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 I didn't even, and that day, you know, the giant swing, you know how that's thing at camps, mm-hmm. like that massive swing. I was just like, screw it. I'm going to do it. And I remember just like, I didn't even care that I was on a massive swing. Cause I was, my <laughs> mind was like thinking about the night before anyway. Um, and then we got back to school. I got threatened to get suspended None of the girls got in trouble for anything. They got out of all their detentions. Mm. This was when things started to like. This fall was apart. when things were falling apart. And then the staff at the school arranged for us to sit in a circle with these girls and patch things up. And I remember one of them said, "I'm just really upset that Abby and Paige blocked me on Instagram." And I remember thinking, "I blocked you." I just they said us because we Paige and I really we didn't want the negativity. I didn't want to be around that culture anymore. But it's hard when you're around that environment every day. We had to escape it somehow. I just somehow, got, I just sorry, my to memory it. just went straight back there. I know. They put us in a room with all the girls, which was more intimidating for us. And, like, I liked it. Like, we were babies still in year nine. Like, we had no idea. I wasn't – Paige and I were never the type to be like, oh, I'm going to – it's very obvious that we couldn't even fit in. Like, we couldn't. So as much I as was, we tried. So I was, SR, uh, I was a student representative at that time. So I my part of my responsibility was to stand up in front of the cohort – 
say a prayer, run a couple announcements, do all that kind of thing. And there was 200, maybe 70 kids in our grade, a huge cohort. And I remember there was one morning, maybe a week after camp, and I stood up in front of our grade and I remember just like looking at everybody and I looked at my, um, the teacher at the time that was running, like look, overseeing year nine at the time. And I walked out and I was like, I need to go home. And I just remember just mm. hysterically crying because that was the first anxiety yeah. attack then, I had ever experienced. And then we had found another group of friends that we thought were set apart from the head, like the big popular squad. And, you know, there was little, there was just like the little things. Every day there was something. Every single day. They would go day. to the movies and not invite they us. They would go to the movies and not invite us. And then like, there was just like stupid little stuff like that, like petty things, but they were huge deals to us at the time. Mm-hmm. So our parents were away. Um, there were dad was on a work trip like in Canada and it was just Paige and I here with our grandparents and our siblings and I remember I got invited into this group chat and the profile picture was bananas in pajamas, the two twin bananas. And uh uh-huh, so funny. It's so funny now. Anyway, and it's actually a really good they show. were basically mimicking us. Like they were like, I'm gonna tell my mum everything, like I'm I'm gonna go win to the principal that I didn't get invited to the movies. And I remember giving it to the assistant principal being like hey, like, I feel sad about this. Like, this is bullying, right? And he's like, sorry, there's nothing I can do because it's not direct. And I was so like, basically, oh, my it gosh. Was, so it, was like a, it was like a win, win lose. That it was week, lose, lose. Abby and I, okay, so basically this was the time. So after that anxiety attack, I felt in front of, you know, our cohort, we this was, we, we had to take stress leave. So mum was like, you're not going to school for the week. Let me, that moment when I read that group chat, I called my mum straight away and I was like crying. I was like, I'm like, why would they do this? Like, I can't like, because I thought finally, like, we found a group of friends and I would never forget my mom's cry on the phone. She's like, just, just wait. Like, I'm going I'm to go. And like, she was beside herself because crying. She, not only did we have enough, but she had enough as well. Um, Because every single day would come home with a new something story else. or something else that happened. We so couldn't, bad. I didn't even remember learning how to do a freaking equation at that school, nope. let alone, you know, Anyway, so I remember that was probably mid-year nine and mm. then we found, picked up a good group of friends, you know. Um, I'm actually really grateful for those like couple friends here and there that got us through that because mm. without them, I didn't even there know. There was definitely, there was still the, the petty dramas, but it was nothing compared to it what we thought. It was nothing. Because so, they brought us away from that popular squad yeah. or whatever. And so that year, Abby became a turtle and didn't want to talk to anybody and I became extremely anxious and I was so upset. I saw a naturopath, holistic therapist. This was before I knew Jesus, okay? I saw a holistic therapist. I saw, I'm not against therapy, but you know, I saw a holistic therapist. I saw life coaches. I saw naturopaths because my, I was sick all the time. Mm. I saw counselors. Like counselors. I saw thing. everything. And what had happened was like, th- I was like, oh my gosh, I have anxiety. Why? That's not fair. Why did I get this? Yeah, what, yeah. what? Yeah. So basically with everything that we experienced, it was changing who we were as people. Yeah. I became introverted. I beca- I literally said to my parents, I'm like, I want to become a turtle because like, I would walk into school with my bag down and my head down because I didn't want to be seen. I and just, it was funny because we I wanted were, to escape kind of thing. In comparison to our grade, like this is talking more about like the confidence side of things. Mm. Abby and I were really little compared to everybody in our cohort mm. they like all the were little, like really developed at a really young age all the Abby girls and like I, had giant boobs more well, like Abby and I were pretty we were very little and young and innocent for what this culture shock was about to happen yeah but um moving on into a yeah, lot what I was note. gonna say was um mm. yeah so I wanted to be turtle and it was crazy to think that like the bullying made us become people who we never were before. Like I was an extrovert growing up. I was so social. I loved yeah. talking, loved being the bossy twin. And that's the saddest part. That's the know? saddest part is like you lose who you are. Everything, it was almost like, like, you know, when you're inside out, like a sock, it felt like that. Like we just got changed from the inside yeah. out completely. And 
we had no, you know, no sense of who we were at the time. And so towards the end of year nine, um, we went to America and this trip was by far our saving grace where God moved mountains. Um, I just remember I had a picture of downtown LA as my wallpaper in year nine. Just I needed an escape. I needed it. And then so we went to America because my sister Mia was moving to Austin for a year. Anyway, and I remember this particular sunset this night in Rosarito. It was beautiful. Like my mum remembers it. We all remember it. It was beautiful, right? And I just remember I got messages from the group of friends that we had at home and they had told us that they would like, they had a massive drama, like they broke up. And, and so, so we were just like, what now? What now? Like and, what now? And, and I was just going to say that like, yeah, so our friendship group at the time broke up and we were literally left in the dark. We're like, well, what do we do now? Yeah. And so that um, trip, this was the year that Moana came out and mm. Moana, you know, the song. How well, this is I'll actually go. ironic <laughs> before, before you say that. I remember the bedroom that I was sleeping in. Yeah. It was right next to the water, the ocean. I remember going to bed that night with the windows open and I could hear the like ocean waves crashing mm-hmm. and I can't explain Listen it. But to I Billie just, Eilish Ocean Eyes. Yeah, Ocean Eyes before like got really famous. before Billy got famous. But like I was listening to like the waves crashing and I just remember laying down being like, I don't know why, but I honestly like I don't want to go home. I don't want to go home, but because I feel like there's just like this weird kind of comfort that's come over me and I can't explain it. Yeah. And so throughout that entire trip, Abby and I found ourselves like we would be at a restaurant um, and we would just talk about all our year, all the crap that went down, everything that happened, how much our school sucked, mm-hmm. yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. And I remember just one time we were going down this escalator, um, like on the strip. And I remember looking at mom and I was like, mom, I, I really don't want to go back. And she was like, mm-hmm. and in my head, I was like, what? I don't want to move schools. How could I ever move schools? Mm-hmm. And I remember at the back of my mind, I remember the twins said one time, like something about online school, like they did online school. And so that was always on my mind. So we made it to Austin at this time. This was a, a pretty big road trip that we were doing. And throughout this entire trip, I just remember saying to our parents, like, mom and dad, like it sucked so bad and reliving memories and moments. And I just remember the look on mom's face one night. She was just like, mm-hmm. And so we finally made it to Austin. And I remember the night before we said bye to Mia. It's going to sound really weird, but you guys know we're um, pretty close. We were in our Airbnb and I remember all four of us were in we were all like hugging each other listening to the Moana soundtrack like how far I'll go and you know we were all emo we were all really sad um and then that night we went out for dinner at the Oasis in Austin Texas and it was an incredible sunset one of the prettiest Mm. sunsets I've ever seen over this big body of water eating this was the best night ever this was seriously this was the best night of my life because mum just randomly so like we're eating like Mexican food and then mum just randomly goes she's like oh yeah I'm not sending you guys back to bead and I was like what she's like I'm not sending you back and my first thought was Abby I just went back to this moment I went back I'm there right now in my mind I remember I was like oh my gosh online school like I'm gonna go on I'm gonna buy a new computer I'm gonna do online school yeah and I remember this it was the best feeling and I remember mum was like we're not sending you back and then I (laughs) and then I kind of took it in because I was like I had like weird feelings I was Mm. like excited slash I can't believe this is happening slash it's not really real because I'm in America because right now America, we like and so I went to I was left. like Mia can you come with me to the bathroom and we walked and went to the bathroom I was like Mia I'm gonna go to online school like what like it was just the weirdest and thought mom, I, because we really didn't yeah, want to go back to so high excited. school I was so excited I was so excited and I said to my mom I was like mom like what what made you want to make that decision and she just goes like it was it was God and I remember thinking what do you mean it was God and she's like he he spoke to me he showed me signs you know she this was my mom's words she said 
you know, um, vapor trail, like, you know, the lines that planes leave in the sky sometimes. Do you know what I'm talking about? Hopefully you know what I'm talking about. They're called vapor trails. You can look it up if you don't know what I'm talking about. Um, mum was, we were driving and mum was sitting in the front seat and this was on the way to Austin. At the time, Paige and I had no faith. I mean, we had faith, but like, I didn't turn to prayer. I didn't turn to God and speak to him. Nothing like that. But mum did. And mum was actually, if you guys remember Stevie from a few episodes ago, he posted on Facebook, does anybody need prayer for anything? And I think the story went like mum and him FaceTimed and he prayed and prayed for my mum and prayed for us. And a comfort came over my mum knowing that we we're going to be okay. And it was thanks to that prayer that all of a sudden my mum's heart opened up. And so when we're driving in America, she was praying in the front seat while we we're all asleep. And she's like, God, like, show me a sign that we should take the girls out of the school. And it sounds funny because it's like, are you crazy? Of course you do. But our family... Ben and me, I both went to the high school. It was kind of just like, it was our reality. We're very it's comfortable. It's a big decision whether it is you, a know, huge you decision. have to decide to take your yeah. kids out of school. So we were like really comfortable. And mum prayed, she's like, God, show me a sign that I should take these girls out of this school. And she looked up and she saw a vapor trail in the sky. And she's like, hmm, thanks God. Do you want to make it any more obvious? Like, really? And she goes, but okay, I'll, I'll take that as a sign. You just keep showing me them. And so every single day she kept seeing them over and over again, big ones, small ones, crosses. She just kept seeing them. And it just so happened that that last night at dinner in Austin, Texas, there was a giant... No, she said, no, 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 no. Before that night, she said, one more. Just yeah. show me one more. She said, more. God, show me one more and then that's it. I'll tell them. They're not going back. I'll know not to send them back. Straight away. <laughs> and that night over the sunset, there was a giant, perfect, prominent white line in the sky. And that's when mum looked at There was up and no she said, other cloud. There was nothing else in the sky. And then, so I kept thinking, you know, um, we said goodbye to Mia. She let, um, she stayed in Austin. We moved um, away. And I remember thinking, I was like, where am I going to go? What's cool? Like, I didn't know really what to do. So I was, we came back to base Las Vegas. I was researching online schools and I came across this one, had a really cute cartoon video to it. And I was like, oh, this looks so cool, but it's this legit thing. And then I swiped out of that tab and then I was just watching Chasing Cameron. Do you guys remember that show, Chasing Cameron on Netflix? Um, Cameron Dallas' show and I remember thinking I was like oh my gosh I really want to do online school I told my mom and dad about it and mom was quite intrigued so she rang this school and they told her hey we're actually based in you know this location near where we live and mom was like girls like we should go visit this school and in my brain I thought an online school was a room with some computers and that that's was that. literally what I thought that's 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 what I thought <clears throat> and then because we got told that the campus was five minutes from home and I was like, oh, it's probably like in the office buildings, like yeah. away, like over there. Yeah, but little did we know, tucked away in this so heavenly we to the school. We literally drive to this school and it was like in the middle of the bush. We ended up on a farm. And but I it was, was like, kind of like an overcast day. It was kind of like, a, mm, it was kind of like, really it was like cloudy. Feeling. Like anyway, we get to the school and I was like, I was walking around and I was like, I don't know, like, I, I, I don't know. I get like, I didn't want to be the new kid. That was like my fear. I was like, I yeah. really don't want to do this again. Like, I don't want to repeat. And um, Mrs. Baker, the lady who was taking us around the school, she was like to my mom, she was like, like, you need to send them on campus. Like, she just had this feeling that we should come on campus. But it was funny that day. I remember I saw one of the teachers walk out of the office. <laughs> I remember I looked at her and I was like, you look kind of cranky. Like, you look kind of mean. Um, And then... Little did I know that she would become one of my best friends. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, and so... And then... Yeah. So I walked past... It was actually weird to me because I felt like coming to this, coming into the tour of the school, I was like, 
wait, I can come in and be the new kid. I can actually be who it is that I truly am. Yeah. Like I can start be whatever I want to be. Kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Clean surface. I can start and I can actually do the things I want to be passionate about. And I'll never forget, I walked past a classroom and I thought it was the RM. It definitely wasn't the RM, but I walked past and I was like, wow, maybe I can like get into drawing again. And I was like, wow, maybe I can do this again. And all these ideas started coming in my head. But I remember we had McDonald's for lunch with mum and dad that day. And I cried. I was like, mom, I don't want to go there. I don't want to go there. And she's like, let's just go in for the interview with the principal. And then we'll see how you feel well, after that interview. Well, mom was always like, why don't, why don't you just go? Yeah. Just start. Like, just go. And I remember um, I, we, we met with the principal and we were blown away. Yeah, because it just so happened that. And like, as we told you guys, we had such an attachment to America that the principal at the time had sent like both her sons to college in America, both the sons married yeah. to Americans. So it was just kind of like a godsend. It was being really, like, it was a huge godsend. And we left the room crying because we were overwhelmed with how perfect this school sounded. Crying. And I remember looking out the window and I was like, I actually, I'm going to, I'm going to say yes to this thing. Let's go. Like, mm-hmm. and I remember um, we said yes and everything got kicked off. And I will never forget um, the first time we had our first ever homeroom at this new school. I was like, what is, what is going on? This school is so cool. Like, why is everyone so happy? It was, and like, can, I, can I just say like the school, it's not, it's a tiny school. It's so small in comparison to our old school. So from what we came to, to this, it was like a humble beginning. It went from 1,200 so kids to 400 kids. It was such like, it's such a beautiful people. little community that I loved. Like I just felt love at this school. Like I knew it lived here. I knew it. We started there at the beginning of year 10 Every single day would come home just, mama, mom, dad, mom, dad, this school is so amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we had the best this, day. We, we did this. We did this. I like, could play PE sport and not feel, not feel insecure <laughs> as heck. We actually had a lot of fun playing that. I remember, but I remember starting, I was really, really quiet. And mm. I'll never forget like one of my first PE lessons were playing, um, what's that thing that goes like? Um, v- Vortex. Yeah, playing what, with that, is that thing, what it is? whatever. And I caught it. And I remember everyone was clapping for me in my grade. By the way, our grade was like 30 kids. Yeah. And I was like, wait, what? Yeah, this is such yeah, a yeah. cool and feeling. So and it was, was so like, quiet. It was, like, it was little memories like that. But getting to the faith side of things, I remember we had our first biblical studies lesson mm-hmm. and the teacher asked me, she's like, what is the Bible? And I was like, uh, um, it's something that people of faith read, I guess. And it's a primary source for evidence that God existed. Like I didn't really know what to say. And I remember um, the, at, at the school, um, there's – uh, chapel services so every week we meet for chapel worship mm. pray and there's a sermon well, our homeroom our partial care teacher our partial care teacher at the time led TK. worship headed up worship um and, and she read out a devotional every single yeah, morning yeah so every single every single day in partial care slash homeroom she would read us a devotion and i remember being like wow that sounds amazing and she was telling us about her morning routine how she went to a cafe and had coffee and read the bible and i was like oh that's so cool and then um it was in my first chapel service where um the pastor was talking about how we must in, we must decrease so God can increase. And I remember I was like, that really that. stuck with me. And then our pastoral care teacher got up and sung worship. Um, sung yeah, well she she sung a worship <laughs> song, "Oceans" by Hillsong. And I remember sitting there in absolute awestruck, mm. overwhelmed with gratitude. I just started crying. I was looking around, kids were worshiping, and I was like, how do I get this? And I went home that day, and I was just like, oh, God, like. <laughs> Like, oh my God, I was, it came out of gratitude. And in that moment, I was just like, God, you have my everything now because of what you've done. Like, look at this, look at this mm. place. Look at my life now. How I mm. never thought that in, you know, like I would actually have the best three years of high mm. school. And then from year 10, I was just going to say that in that time, like 
your 10 was your 10, your 11 was your 11. And, but beautiful years at that, like that school literally changed us because, and it was, it's kind of really like, it's so cool to say that Paige and I came into that school being who we were, which was like, like kind and timid. And we just wanted, I wanted to grow my faith so much more because of all the sermons I was hearing and all these Christians around me. I was like, what the heck is happening? Like, I want this. And so coming to God, when Paige and I gave our lives to him, it was more, it was all out of gratitude for what he had done, which I think is so beautiful. But it almost, it, this place like allowed Paige and I to be who we who we are. Like our teachers became our best friends. We who still are our best friends to this day. Mm-hmm. And we gained friendships that I could have never even thought Dreamed to imagine. Up. And they're in, like my friends now. Mm-hmm a genuine freak awesome people awesome like people. I can honestly they're not fake they're not toxic they're real humans mm. that I'm I just know, I and love. every single day for the past like four years now because we're back at the school doing work every single day I would be like coming home with like a new good story like we did this today like we played with the mom, NFL mom, look ball at, the I, remember, you know, I remember we came home and um our church friend was like I was like mom look at this my homeroom teacher how cool my drama teacher that I was like I did drama that would have never happened at my old school but I remember thinking like did she like worked on Broadway or husband worked on Broadway and there's so many American teachers and then I was I just felt at home and then year 10 kept going um yeah so year 10 year 11 was really good and then year 12 hit and this was like happened right the so (laughs) this was so year 12 was like I was like I really want my year 12 to be a good year whatever but I knew at this point in my life like I knew God on a whole I started a relationship our faith was on a whole other level our faith was on a whole other level so then starting year 12 a new thing that happened at the school where we got Paige and I were so fortunate enough to be nominated for ministry prefects. And this just so happened to be the first year where prefects were a thing at ACC. Yeah, we were both were a thing at the school. We were both pretty shook that we both got elected. Yeah, to it was so it was it was amazing. Team. Yeah, yeah. And so and we both got a Christian character award, which was so crazy in my opinion. Because it's like well, what, we're just being here we are. I, like, got a, I got my first Christian character award at the end of year ten and then year eleven came around, you got it, and then in year twelve we both, both got, got it out of graduation. So we led the ministry portfolio and what this did for us, right, was... How do you explain this? Again, in saying this, it's almost like like you instantly wear like a permanent badge. It's like people will look to you no matter... Everybody carries influence and especially at, our, at the school we were at or the school right now, every single kid will look at you. There's influence, there's love, there's culture, there's community. There's It's it's just a... It's a I call it my safe haven because that's what it is. It's, it's beautiful. I love it. There's so much. And so when we were ministry prefects, it almost gave us like the adrenaline to be like, Oh my gosh, like, what can we do? Like, and my faith, like, this was, this was the time when we started at um, our church and we had youth one night. And I just remember this was the moment where I was like in kind of like full blown worship. And I remember I got home that night and I was like crying. So I'm like, I can't believe it. Like, God, like, I don't know what you're going to do this year, but I know it's going to be good. I know it's going to be good. And then what was funny was um, year 12 camp came around and I remember I was like, oh, I'm not really keen on going to another camp because of my last camp experience. I'm so glad I did because it was so different. It was so different because our old school was like, you would wake up, do a bunch of activities that you really want to do that weren't that fun in the hot sun, food sucked, cabin sucked, bathroom sucked, everything sucked. And this camp was wake up for sunrise with your Bible, sit on the beach with your friends, hang, play good vibey music like get leadership skills. Like they had really cool people like Matt Purcell, like all these awesome people talking life over you. Mm-hmm. And that was for three days. Mm-hmm. And it was, and we built like so many tight, close friends, yeah. especially in year 12, like with the guys that we hang around and the girls, like we just, we were so like, 
it's so it was so supernatural. Like it, these these friendships yeah. are so God ordained, and it was just a beautiful year. And then, so our position at the school leading ministry allowed us to share our story at um, a chapel service mm. early last year. And I remember the response that we got was like extraordinary. The work that like the I can't explain it because the work that God did through mm. us mm. at that time in that year was amazing. Um, like it was incredible. It, and it was nothing it was nothing where I was like, oh my God, like me, 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 me like me. I'm a pre no, I was like, no, it's no, all no. him, him, him. It was all like look, everybody turn your eyes and yeah. look to him. Like, and then I just remember like I was gonna say and what this did is it motivated me to fuel up on him. I just, I love, like, I mean, I love him we so were up much. Every but morning in the dark, like, at four o'clock in the morning, I was just, because we were just, again, in awestruck wonder of mm. this man. Because every like, single day we had the opportunity to see him move. Like, every single day I saw him move in a different way. Whether it was at the lunchtime meeting group. Yes. Or whether it was, and then we, worship, we yeah. yeah, we ran like worship nights and I just, and the sun hits differently at this place. It really it's does. literally a haven to us. And just, I was so like in love with God. I like from that moment on, I've I've just been so undone. Like He's my all, my everything. The you know, it says He's the Alpha and the Omega. Like He truly was. I honestly, what I felt last year, and when I, I guess I will carry with me for the rest of my life. I can't, I can't put it into words. I, I, yeah, I have no words. And then I got an opportunity to preach my first sermon last year, which is so funny because when Page and nine. When she was down in the dumps, broken. Couldn't stand up in front of the cohort because I was so anxious. This time I was like, the Holy Spirit took over. And again, I was, <laughs> that was the moment where I was like, I kind of want to do this for the rest of my life. Um, And yeah, that was wild. Oh, and then like every couple of days, like, God, can you show us a line? And he'll show <laughs> that show entire journey. He'll show us um, vapor trails in the sky and we still yeah. see them to this day. But I think it's so hard for me to summarize this and, I got asked to share a speech at graduation with Paige. Like, she got asked, but she gave it to me, which is nice. Thanks for that. But I tried to piece it into words in one speech to explain the, to explain it. And it was really, really difficult. It was hard, but there is, and I won't go into specific about the school, like specifically, because I could go on for hours and hours and hours. But basically it's, it all comes down to the fact that like, if you give God the room and if you encounter God, and if you just like say, God, like, I want you in my heart. I want you in my life. Like, you do your thing. He will. And he will leave you in moments of awe and wonder. Like, I just remember waking up and for some reason I feel God really closely when I look at the sunrise. And I just remember waking up in the sunrise being like, God, like, thank you for what you're doing. Like, and then from that moment, thanks to this school, thanks to God moving within that community and for moving in Mount Pages' lives. Like, we went to the new school because we just wanted school. Yeah. We didn't come to find God but we did we didn't yeah it was funny because we didn't go there to find God he found us there and he met us there and I think I guess to leave you all with an encouragement because um I want to say if you kind of surrender your life and you give God the permission to move and you say a quiet yes to him and you live obediently in him you have no idea no idea what could happen I never would have thought that page sitting in homeroom like in year nine or that page going up to those girls in year seven wanting their approval I had no idea what would happen in my life four years from now and like I'm just thinking I just think it's so like it makes me so emotional thinking about it because I just can't believe that like this is my life now like I guess to sum it all up like you know Ephesians 3:20, and it's like now to him who is able 
to do immeasurably more than all we could ask, seek, imagine according to his power that is at work within us. I think that's so incredible. He knew, he knew from the beginning of time that Abby and I would be in that place that we were. And he was sorry, just really, just like really emotional because I, I honestly like, he knew from the beginning of time that Abby and I would be in a place where we needed rescuing and he, he did it. And I think that walking back into the school gates, Abby and I cry a lot. That's a thing, by the way. We just laugh at each other. No, I just want to say, like, walking walking to the school gates for the first time, I just can't imagine the look on God's face being like, yes, they're here, they did it, they listened to me. Like, you just Just, like, it's funny because I think a lot of people, and I don't, it's funny because I learned so much. I remember, like, from from his word, versus like don't conform to the patterns of this world I remember thinking that was me I was conforming and now I'm set apart from the world and that's the truth heck yes I'm living like that I want to be as far apart far away from the world as I can and it's so funny like I learned so much about myself when we moved schools I was like there's nothing more in this world that I that I I wish I could get Jesus tattooed on my there's nothing more in this world that I can proudly say than I'm like a follower of him because I'm like I think it's so funny because coming to school, I didn't think I could like learn to love. Like I didn't know what love meant besides my family on a family level. But now I see it in friendships and I see it in, you know, looking at, you know, the way the school runs. Like there's just so much love. And I think let us, like if you're listening to this and, you know, you're still ifing and eyeing about God or having a relationship with him or, you know, whatever, just know that like let us be an example. Let us sit here and I'm literally sitting in Paige's room testifying to the fact that like, there is a God who can move in your life and who knows you and, so and well. And I think that a lot of a lot of people, you know, don't want to tune into the podcast or don't appreciate our Instagrams anymore because they think that we're just Christian girls and we're just religious mm. and all that. We're not here to preach. We're not preaching religion at you. This isn't like it's not about you religion. Just it's about relationship. Yeah. And I think that this is truth. Like this is a real life, authentic story that's happened to us and that is continuing to unfold in our lives. You know, with the testimony, it doesn't end when you give your life to Jesus in church. It continues on. Mm. It can't end. And now that I love, I love that now that I actually have access to Jesus who can walk hand in hand with me through this thing called life. It's it's almost like I feel like when people want to give their life to Jesus, it's like they have to surrender everything. It's like they have to give up everything. But thank God to Jesus that there's nothing that we can sacrifice that will ever win his approval because he's done everything for us. It's like he... He wants to walk this life with us, like every season of every life. And I think it's so beautiful that we can look at life now within different seasons. And in these last four years since I've been saved, like there have been down seasons. Like recently, I just got a really dark season of my life, but God always is there to pull you out, always. And I just encourage you guys, if you wanted to look up Psalm 119, the message. I was just about to read out a psalm. So in light of this conversation and in light of our story, I, we were in America last year and I was like, I want to get a tattoo. I'm going to do it. I'm with my Texan cousins. They're super badass. Like I want a tattoo with them. Mm. And I got a tattoo and I got um, Psalm 23 and it basically sums up. So I experienced a panic attack um, at the end of year 11 for those of you oh, who you didn't even get into that. Yeah, I didn't get into that, but basically my anxiety got really bad. This was even at the new school. Like I just got up in my head and I- Ambulance was here. Ambulance was here. Yeah. I got my breathing, t- all that. Um, but for anyone who's experienced it, you know what it feels like. And it's scary as heck. Um, but I, again, year 12 changed my life. What I experienced, what I did, what I was able to do, how God used me, changed me. 
and I got this tattoo. I got Psalm 23 tattooed on me and I want to read it. Can I read it? Mm-hmm. So Psalm 23, I have this tattooed on my arm and it says this, my wrist arm thing. It says, God, my shepherd, I don't need a thing. You have bedded me down in lush meadows. You find me quiet pools to drink from. True to your word, you let me catch my breath and send me in the right direction. Even when way goes through through death valley, I'm not afraid. When you walk at my side, your trusty shepherd's crook makes me feel secure. You serve me a six course dinner right in front of my enemies. You revive my drooping head. My cup brims with blessing. Your beauty and love chase after me every day of my life. I am back in the house of God for the rest of my life. So you guys, we hope that you enjoyed this week's episode. Paige and I literally in our pajamas sitting in a bed and just sharing a really authentic, vulnerable story. And we're so, I'm so oh, glad I that we taught it. Because what? Remember the first Bible verse we ever learned? Jeremiah 29, 11. I, I know the plans, plans I have for you, you says the Lord. Ooh, different version <laughs> there. A little bit of a version collision. For I know the plans, plans I have for you. Declares. <laughs> <laughs> what do you declare? Okay. okay. <laughs> but I know I the plans, plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans, plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans, plans to give you a hope and a future. future. And that's exactly what he did. Amen.